Hey, what up guys? In this one, we're gonna go through my list of the top 10 Bay Area golf courses that I have personally played. Uh, it's been raining quite a bit and I haven't been able to get on course to create content, so you're getting a podcast at the normally scheduled upload time. That being said, let's jump right into it. So first off, let's talk about how I rank these golf courses. I have you know, some random categories that I have picked that I thought were important. Um, from a one to five scale, I have things like track layout, the value, course conditions, pace of play, um, practice facilities, and then non-golf facilities. And I have another thing called GP Fun Factor, where basically, you know, it's a subjective rating where maybe that that day I was having a really good round or I was with in good company or, you know, the pace of play was really great and I had a good time. And that's a one in five scale that I use to, you know, break tiebreakers. Kind of have an objective to, objective total and then like a grand total with a GP fun factor being the tiebreaker. So let's get into the top 10 list. Starting at number 10 is Spring Valley. Spring Valley is a course that I enjoy because it's an overall good value and somewhat of a gem in my opinion. Uh, for the golfers who are looking to kind of graduate from that Muni golf course because, uh, yes, it's kind of like Muni conditions, but the layout is a little interesting and some water comes into play. And I feel like water features are kind of missing from those basic Munis. Uh, and so, yeah, overall value for walking rate for Spring Valley is really good. Like I said, conditions not, you know, always the greatest, but Really good layout for the money. And my favorite hole is hole number 15, which is a downhill par four with a speed slot. So you can hit a pretty good drive if, if you hit that speed slot. And uh, I have a core memory from like a viewer and a friend that I've met through the channel here. His name is Guirno. Uh, pretty much he you know knocked it in from like 120 100 yards out and made an eagle there so I will never that 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 hole for all for always be remembered to me as the eagle hole where um yeah Grineau hold out from 100 yards 100 plus yards so that is course number 10. All right course number nine is the bridges pretty much the bridges makes this list because it's a really interesting track course where you got to play a lot of target golf um pretty decent value for what you pay for you get a cart for like almost 100 bucks but that being said where it shines is its conditions i think it's because sometimes it doesn't get a ton of play because it is pretty difficult like like i said courses that make you think all the way from from tea to green you know can sometimes be tiring to play and maybe not the most fun i mean me personally it's kind of good to go out there to get to work on your distance control. Um, I played a T Ford because it was the first time I played there. And my favorite hole there is hole number 10, which is a drivable par four. Uh, it gets really narrow as you get closer to the green. That's how it protects itself from the bombers on the course. Um, but yeah, I made a birdie there. So pretty, pretty fun hole for me, hole number 10 at the bridges. So uh, yeah, that's hole. I mean, that's golf course number nine. So coming in at number eight is Calipe. Uh, once again, one of those good value courses. Uh, and if you can get on, which is maybe that's why it's not ranked as high because it's hard to get a tee time there, which reflects on it being such a good course. It's a fun one where, you know, it's always in good conditions from what I remember when I played it. Um, just the only problem that I have with it is that the pace of play on the back nine, and I think everyone knows exactly where I where I'm going to say it slows down. It slows down on the par five and the back nine that you carry water into the green. There's people always trying to go for it in two and waiting for the green to clear. And I mean, rightfully so, it's a shorter par five. But the whole that hole and the hole before it, 
people are backed up for days. And so that's the only qualm I have with it. Other than that, it's a really good course, always in good condition, pretty good value. I wouldn't suggest walking it, but yeah, it's a pretty cool track for, for, for what it is, except for the 18th hole. The 18th hole, it's like three short par th- or three medium length par threes. And it's like impossible. It's really hard to keep your drive in play. So Calipe makes it at number eight on the list. All right, coming in at number seven, we have Santa Teresa golf course, kind of one of those good value courses, hard to get on because it's very popular and it's a good, you know, in terms of the overall package, it's pretty, it's pretty decent, good layout, decent conditions. Um, relatively cheap and it's a nice walk and, um, you don't, and when you get views in the Bay area, it's like, like nice Hills. And so hole 11 and 12, it's kind of like a combo of my very holes is like a super sharp doggy right uphill par five, followed by a downhill par four that you can see everything. So I like the combination of those two holes and it makes it pretty interesting. Um, but it's yet another good graduation course from like a typical, your typical muni. And I say typical muni as in like San Jose muni because San Jose muni is a great, I think it's the one of the better better courses to start your first 18 holes is at San Jose muni. But Santa Teresa and even like Spring Valley, those are good graduation 18s where you can, you know, get a little more variety, a little bit more difficulty, but not absolute butt kicking uh, for all kinds of different reasons. So, yeah, Santa Teresa is not the longest course, but uh, a really good package overall in terms of value. They have a good driving range. They have good practice facilities, unlike some of the other courses. Um, but, yeah, it's got it. It's pretty much got it all. So coming in at number six is Baylands. So I have not played Baylands for a long time. The last time I played it before this recent vlog I released was when it's called Palo Alto Muni. And I had a really good time. Uh, it was soaked. Uh, and yet the drainage was pretty decent to where it wasn't like miserable out there. So kudos to the groundskeepers there. Um, and value, this is kind of wishy-washy because value that day, because I played during the week, was really cheap. So it's like 60 something bucks to walk. Uh, but on the weekends they do, I guess, I don't know what it's called. They, they do dynamic pricing where the weekends are more expensive and then it gets really expensive. And I don't think the value is there. So I think people have commented too, like weekend rate, not good. But when I played it and that's what I do my ratings on pretty good value on the weekdays. I think it's a good course to play. And it's the first link style course that I have on this list. Um, my favorite hole here is hole number 12. It's a par three. And when I was playing it, because there was so much rain, it was like an actual legit island green because it was surrounded by water. But I think when it's not raining, that whole water area is not filled up. But yeah, I had it pretty much all like it, it was really good conditions. And the, all the greens were really nice. The, you know, the greens were pretty good. And I can only imagine how difficult it is when it's like playing dry and like a link style course when it's windy. Um, yeah, it's probably pretty tough, but I had a good time wide open. You can hit driver and try to swing as hard as you want for days and you'd be okay. But uh, yeah, good course overall that comes in at number six. All right. Coming in at number five is a course I haven't played actually in a long time. It's Wente. So Wente is in Livermore. It's part of the winery that they have there as well. The food's really good at the Wente winery, by the way. Um, only thing that holds it back is that the value is not that great because it's so expensive. But if you have, you know, the means to splurge, that's a good course to splurge on because it's a really cool track. Um, lots of cool holes, really good. I, I mean, Valley vineyard views. Um, but 
in terms of cool holes, like you drive, you have to take a golf cart because it's so crazy elevated. Some of the some holes that you're you're just driving up this cart path up this hill for for forever, even to get to the driving range, it's you know quite quite the hike to get there. Um, so they got all this land where they put this golf course, and it results in some pretty neat holes. Um, when I played it, the greens were a little bit fried. This was in you know 2021, so take that for what it is. It's probably a lot better shape now, but yeah. Uh, other than that, the the fairways were in good condition. Everything's going to be in good condition. It's a premium golf course where you pay a little bit more money, but I think it's a really neat course. And if you're in like the East, well, wherever part of that bay you think Winte is, I think East Bay or like inland, um, I think that's a good option to check out. My favorite hole is hole number six, which is I think is a hilarious hole. It's a very narrow par four that's not very long, and I just think it's funny because I took driver and not knowing that how narrow it was towards the green, and I just piped it down the center, and it's like 15 yards across. It's not very wide at all, and my friends were making fun of me like, "How? Why'd you even take driver? You're such an idiot." But I like that hole, so that's one that I remember. But yeah. Hole number, uh, hole number six is, is funny, uh, and I just took driver there, and that, that's my story behind that. All right, so now we're coming to the fourth course. This is Corica Park, the south course. So Corica or Corica, however you pronounce it, has been a staple in the Bay Area for a long time. It's always been ranked as one of the best public courses around. It's been a lot featured in a lot of articles and magazines, and I'd have to agree with the articles and magazines. It's got the whole package. You know, it's got the practice range. It's got, you know, chipping areas. It's got food. I, apparently, the food's pretty good. I need to try it. But it's got good conditions, interesting layout holes. It's got a little bit of everything for you and just a solid golf course. And I've had a good time every time I've gone out. Uh, and I've shot my best round there of 77 there. Unfortunately, I wasn't vlogging. But, of course, that's how that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, Corica Park, the south course, really good value. Uh, I really like hole number 15. Hole 15 is a, you know, medium length par five. And like, if you try to go for it on in two, there's a lot of sand traps short, but I actually got there in two one time, missed the Eagle putt, but Hey, I had a shot at it, but it's a really cool hole. Makes you think, and all the cool holes there, you know, make you think from T to green, uh, not as intense as the bridges, but you know, definitely a good golf course. And I'd recommend you check it out if you can. Difficult to get tee times, and there's a reason for that. For course number three, we have Poppy Ridge. So Poppy Ridge, and this is with an asterisk kind of, with the NCG rate, NCGA rate, it's a pretty good value in my opinion. Um, you got 27 holes. The pace of play is always pretty decent. Um, it is a pretty difficult course. Obviously, it's you know it's a sister course to Poppy Hills and Monterey. So if you have NCGA, try to get to both of these courses. I highly recommend it. But it has like a great facility for practicing, really good range and chipping and putting area. Uh, I haven't had the food here or anything, but for me, Chardonnay, there's a downhill par three, hole number three that has really great views. And this is more vineyard hill, you know, green, green, brown hill views. But yeah, it's steep downhill hole and you just hit away into, you know, this green that's super far away. And um, yeah, I think it's just a really good value when you have NCGA uh, and it's always in good shape. All mo Most, most like the last few courses on this, on this list are always in great shape. Um, and so, yeah, this is pretty much number three is Poppy Ridge, all, all the nines. 
All right, coming to number two on this list is is Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Pretty much Cinnabar is kind of the course that I would personally take people to show people who are not from the Bay Area a good time. There is one caveat here, though, is that it's a pretty tough course. Um, So with tough courses usually comes poor pace of play because people are falling behind or, you know, looking for their golf ball. Cinnabar Hills is no exception. Um, but yeah, just, I just play at a T forward and, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Always in great shape, pretty decent value. Um, but, and they have really good facilities there for practicing and, 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 and whatnot. So yeah, Cinnabar Hills for the money, probably like one of the better, one of the better experiences overall golf wise that you can have in the Bay Bay area. And this is where Bay area gets kind of, you know, the lines kind of blur because it's technically in Morgan Hill. And is that Bay area? I'm technically putting it on the list, so yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, that is number two on the list is Cinnabar Hills. All right, and coming to number one, best course in the Bay Area um, for me personally, and this is Half Moon Bay. Uh, this is specifically Half Moon Bay, the ocean course, and I just played it, uh, and I had a great time, and I think is personally, yeah, the best course in the Bay Area for me, um, you know, I played it when it was soaked and wet and the conditions were still pretty good and the greens were all great. Um, so I was impressed by that. The track is awesome in terms of not only the holes and the, the, the select, you know, the, the holes that you play, but then also the views. Um, and then on top of that, it's just like views. I think it's the course with the best views in the Bay area personally. And so, I didn't really think about it until lately that like I didn't think views would matter all that much. But just think about Poppy Ridge. Poppy Ridge is pretty much Poppy Hills without the views. And for some reason, everyone loves Poppy Hills so much more. To that extent, Half Moon Bay, all the views that you get on the course are awesome. And yeah, my favorite hole at Half Moon Bay was the 18th. Gotta love that. You're carrying like you know, a ravine and there's pedestrians walking on, you know, the pass there. You can just like totally nail. But like going into the last hole where the, I think it's the hotel. It just has beautiful views and, and the conditions, like I said, is really good. And so, yeah, I think for me personally, the ocean course is, is the best in the Bay area. So that all being said, uh, I wanted to, you know, talk about some caveats uh, to this list. I am missing, I have not played the Presidio and I have not played uh, Crystal, I think it's called Crystal Springs. Um, so I think those are the only two that I haven't played in the Bay Area. And let me know if I missed any um, in terms of that could, you know, crack this top 10 list. Um, things that I know, I didn't include any of the Santa Cruz courses. Maybe that's more Bay Area than Morgan Hill. I'm not sure because that's Pasatiempo and De La Viega. But those two didn't crack my top 10 anyway. Surprising, yes, Pasatiempo didn't didn't crack my top 10 but there's specific reasons behind that one being the value is not that good to me personally um and yeah like i didn't include anything from monterey because monterey is monterey it's not bay area so yeah didn't include the santa cruz courses didn't include the bay uh didn't include the monterey courses as well but yeah that's my top 10 list other than presidio and crystal springs i think i've played all most of them in the bay area um let me know what you think about this list. Am I way off base? Uh, am I on base? You know, have you experienced similar, uh, uh, you know, do you have similar experiences or sentiment with this list? Let me know in the comments. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoy that one. Keep chasing. We'll see you in the next one.